developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. <clears throat> Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. How are you? We didn't have music today because we're on a different recorder. We're on our little H4N Pro because uh, we're in New York, me Woo. and Johnny. Johnny, Yo. are you there? I'm here. I can barely hear you. Really? Oh, I'm there here. you are. I'm now looking you're at here. you. I'm talking to you. Um, and we have a bunch of uh, PR people staring at us. Yes, <laughs> but we are in the classic car club of Manhattan. Right. And, Tell everybody uh, what that is. I don't know. <laughs> it's a car club. <laughs> what do you mean you don't I, know? I don't know. I, I've been invited to many things here over the years. I think you pay money and you yeah. can come get a drink at the bar and look at a radical hanging on the wall. It's one of these many, many places where you can store cars or... No, no. Wait. I think I know what this place is. I think they have a collection themselves. Okay. And if you're part of the club, you get so many weekends with each of the cars. And then you kick in money together. It's like it's the ultimate Plan Z yeah. place. Yes. Right? It's rich guy social car socialism. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here because uh, Volvo flew us out to talk about the X EX30, their new yeah. little entry-level electric, which is really cool. We're going to have someone on uh, come on later. Who's coming on to chat about it? Uh, I think a guy named Thomas. A guy named Thomas. A guy named from Thomas. Bobo. That's awesome. <laughs> we'll get his last name. We'll get his last name, and he can tell us about the car in the meantime. Yeah. We're happy to see you guys. Um, hope yeah. you're driving, listening. There's so many people driving and listening right now. It's crazy, right? And they send us the pictures, and that's a, that's a very good usage of our show. I'm going to look for the, uh, the show rundown here. I just... I've been traveling a lot. I've had a bunch of wild days. I don't know if you've been uh, seeing, but yes. uh, you hooked me up with that great uh, oh, tennis thing. Oh yeah, how'd that thing. go? How'd that go? Holy, holy crap! That was an amazing thing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Zenith watches. Uh, uh, Patrick Moratuglu. I still don't know how to pronounce his name, but we'll call him Patrick from France, who's Serena Williams' coach. So he's like the best coach in the world. Titsipat. He and. And I, did I tell you this? Like, I follow him on Instagram, and instead of watching TV these days, I'm watching his simple lessons on Instagram. Okay. And then out of the blue, you're like, hey, do you want to go hit with Patrick? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like a lightning bolt. I get these all the time where they're like, do you want to go golfing? No. No, I don't want do the golf. Play tennis? Anything no. is tennis. Yeah. So James and I went down to the Manhattan Country Club on Friday, and we hit with a bunch of their pros doing this clinic. And a minute later, uh, Diego Schwartzman. Uh. From the tour, uh, a random French guy who I forget, who's a pro, and Patrick Muratuglu step onto the court and start whacking with us. Uh, you know, and it's I'm on one side of the court. I've got four other guys who are way better at tennis than me. Like, yeah, sure. No, it's you know, look, we all dream of these moments, okay. Part of like success is being ready for the moment, right? Right, and, right. Like if you had said, "Hey, why are you playing tennis?" I'd say because at some point I would like to be evaluated by Patrick Muratuglu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that evaluation did not go well mm. because I, I showed up on this court. I immediately felt like I'm not as good as any of these guys, and I wasn't. There was a 16-year-old hitter there who was hitting at a very high level, whose backhand, his dad kept saying, you do your regular backhand. And I went, that's not his regular backhand. He oh, goes, he's no. trying some English on no, you? No, he's got a broken bone. And I'm like, and he's hitting like that? <laughs> it was, I was in my, it was exactly what you're not supposed to do in tennis, which is get in your own head and then self-destruct. And I did. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I noticed the second I get out there and I start hitting with Patrick, he started slowing his balls down and then going, good. <laughs> good. And I was like, oh, no, I'm that guy. But James, my uh, yeah, my yeah. son, uh, jumped in. He was on the court next door when Patrick went over there and beat him at a couple points. I was just so impressed. Really? Just, yeah, the kids, they're fierce. Yeah. I'm not sure he knows who Patrick is. Probably but he's doesn't. one of the greatest teachers. And Zenith Watches, thank you for doing that. It was 
you know, we all had our Zenith watches on. Nice. I had my Crown of Caliper Zenith. Oh, uh, cool, cool. It was fun. It was fantastic. It was a thousand degrees. We were sweaty. And then, uh, you know, we said our goodbyes. We went to the tournament uh, that night, UTS, and then uh, off to Boston, see a little Red Sox. It's but, been quite a trip. But that is always humbling, like, to be around a pro athlete because you realize that, like, they're almost a different species than you. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. I used, I used to carry helmets for the Dallas Cowboys. They used to practice uh, at the college by my house where I grew up. And when I was, like... I think I was like, I don't know, 15 or so. Troy, Troy Aikman was a rookie. What does that mean, carry helmets for them? Oh, just all the local kids. You'd go and, you know, you'd watch them practice and you'd, you'd carry their helmets when they went back to the locker room. I see. Carry them out from the locker room, give them water, you run up on the field. You know, it was cool. I got to see, like, Tom Landry During a coach, pro game. Preach. No, 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 practice. Summer, summer, summer practice. practice. Summer practice. Summer practice. I, I used to practice in Thousand Oaks. Wow. And then I remember when I was, like, 15, they had, like, a scrimmage game, and some of us played, and I was oh, playing boy. center, and, like, Troy Aikman was quarterback rookie, and, like, they're just so much bigger. <laughs> you all, look, all, I was there, I was on the other side of the court, and I was in my own head, and I had practiced way, I, did, I made a huge mistake, I was hitting all week long, and oh, I was yeah, at yeah. 50% by the time I got there. And I only look for one good moment, one good shot. Right, right. And I had a, I had a, a couple of long rallies, and I'm sure I'm just self defeating here. But I didn't I didn't have that memorable one shot. Like I know I'm not going to be a pro at this point. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I like how you still keep the dream alive. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know, I'm a year and a half into this crazy tennis journey, and I ha- I I know how to hit better. And I, fe- I you know it's 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 what they say about tennis. You're just in your own head. You're yeah. in your own head if you got to figure out a way to get out and just relax and hit. And I couldn't find it, but whatever. Was anyway, it Fenway. was a dream come true. The UTS tournament was excellent. Good. And uh, Zenith, fantastic watch. I love those guys. They're gr- they're, to I love me, them. You know, the, I love them. They're uh, tragically underrated watches. They're yeah. so cool. I'm wearing one right now. Look Primero. at that. Yeah. How beautiful oh, yeah. is that That's thing? an El Primero right there. It's a gorgeous thing. Yeah. And yeah. then Fenway, fantastic. I, I, I'm, I don't like much about the city of Boston, but Fenway is like Please. one of the coolest stadiums. It's just like, yeah. how, how many home runs? What do you mean? Because it's smaller than most pro yeah, stadiums. Yeah, they do. So there's like tons of home well, runs. Well, that wasn't it. I mean, the, as I came out of Logan, I just hadn't been back home in a while where I went to college. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I posted about it. My son's other son was coming out of his canoe camp. He had been camping and hiking his way to Canada or something. And his flights all get changed. So I was, I'm just walking around the city by myself waiting for him to get there. And, you know, went to my alma mater and found myself standing in front of Berkeley College of Music looking up where I had been kicked out of the dorms. Remember that oh, yeah, story yeah, I told yeah, you, the sure. eight-story drop? Yeah. I have a nice picture. I'll post it with it. And I'm like, oh, that's really... And I was feeling nostalgic because that's really where my career began was that moment I dropped the fluorescent light bulb on a Saturday night onto the sidewalk and then get kicked out and then saw David Letterman doing it. And I went, well, I need to go work for TV. <laughs> I got to get yeah, out of yeah, this school. Yeah, right. I soon after left and now I'm here with you. So yeah. Maybe it didn't work out. But um, <laughs> the Red Sox were fantastic. Uh, Caitlin from the Red Sox took me around and showed me around and, you know. But were there home runs? This was before the game. Oh, you know? okay, okay. And you walk, you know, if you play. No, I meant at the game. Did you? No, I'm telling you what's more important to the to the baseball player here. Look, if you played, did you play baseball? Yeah. When you walk onto a field like that, to onto hallowed grounds, it's a, it feels you feel things and, I mean, and how growing up some. growing up a Red <laughs> yeah, Sox yeah, yeah. fan sure, sure. and I hadn't been in the scoreboard yet and just standing on the field I'd been there before but it's still it's humbling it's amazing it's hot it, it was fun and uh, we had an amazing time I, uh, you know I took a bunch of pictures went home uh, picked up Jack, and then we had crazy Mustafa the taxi driver I made this mistake at Logan I said to the taxi driver uh, at oh, seven, God. I go, the game, go starts, oh, no. the game starts at 10 minutes. Mustafa, who I'm pretty sure was on meth, <laughs> meth <Stuffa. laughs> dancing around the tunnels in a way I'd never seen, threatening people, trying fake sideswiping them like Zuckerman used to do in the Carrera GT. <laughs> and uh, my son is going, what's happening here? I go, I don't know. He's trying to tell me stories from camp. Mustafa is jumping in with the stories saying yes yes Canada it's crap it's crap I was there too I was there too and I think he's joking but he's not right he slams the brakes on and the town car next to us in the tunnel 
Then he goes, he goes, I meet you back at the lot. I meet you back at the lot. I go, Mustafa, what are you doing? He goes, I don't swear, but I'm going to meet him back at the lot and kick the shit out. <laughs> wow. Well, I remember. And then he said he did. Wait, wait. Oh, he oh, says he doesn't oh, oh. road rage after that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we start going again. He, he tried to sideswipe two more cars that he didn't like. And I'm not lying. He went like this. Boom. In the middle of stories, I'm hearing he's trying, <laughs> Mustafa is sideswiping people. But, like, how, it's not that different than most Boston drivers. Like, no, no, no. Yes, Boston's it is. crazy. No. Mustafa is crazier. Okay, but you, would, you agree that the, the aggression level of Boston drivers is higher on I, average. I used to think that. I yeah. don't anymore. Really? I think LA's worse than anything I've ever seen. I just remember I was I was in Boston in like the 90s and, and I was I was with a local guy and he was driving around and we're in a traffic jam and he just starts driving on the shoulder. I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "I hate traffic." I'm like, and and like I I don't know. It's just it's crazy that town. No. Let's I mean, if you were, if I were to rate the let's see, Boston, New York, and LA as the worst drivers. I would say I would say aggression though. I, I like like Seattle has worse drivers, but like people that'll kill you. All right, let me you know rate it. Let me let me explain. All right, New York is yeah. a very aggressive driving city. Yeah, but it's kind of the flavor of the city. Like it's just the spirit of the city. We, yeah, we kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of accepted. You beep your horn. You it's wave fine. at someone. Yeah, fuck and you. pedestrians are aggressive. Everyone. You run aggressive. somebody over. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all fine. I'm walking here. Boston has an aggression to it, but there's also order, and people generally aren't driving around with guns. Okay. L.A. is out of control. <laughs> well, the guns are, yeah, fair. Okay. You know, so Mustafa is fighting with the car next to it. I, I look over to go, is this guy going to pull a gun? Right. And then I realize, oh, I don't have to worry about it. He goes, no, no one has guns. He goes, well, I, Mustafa goes, I do, <laughs> but I don't, I don't ever take it out. Wow. No lie. Wow. My son is cracking up, and I'm like, yeah, welcome to Boston. Right, right. L.A., there's, I have genuine fear on the highway. Hmm. If I, I try not to do stupid things because I, I get the feeling I could get, uh, I could get hit. Yeah, I just meant, anyways. I just you meant, meant what? They're more, they're just, I, Boston drivers were maniacs. When, the few times I've been I there, think, no, I'm I just like, these people that. are freaking nuts. Nah. Mm. No. And we're, look, it's not the driver's. The people of Boston are nuts. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The people yeah, yeah. are aggressive in, for the most part. But right. I have to tell you, it it, feel, it felt like to me, like I was sitting with a bunch of Mets fans. I went to two games. Ugh, so, Mets fans so are I got the there worst. Saturday. I walked out this uh, hotel Commonwealth, which is in Kenmore Square. Yeah. I got swept into a crowd, and everybody's going to Fenway. I go. I'm going to go to Fenway. I, I'm in that lucky position of, you know, you want to go to an event and you're one person. You get onto StubHub. Right. I got right. seats behind home plate for like a hundred bucks because nice. there's only one seat. Guess what the rub was? Mets fans. All Mets fans. <laughs> All smelly, horribly dressed, loud, loudish, drunk Mets fans. Who, as, as opposed to the loud, smelly, horribly dressed Red Sox fans. Yeah, but they're my people. <laughs> okay. I like them and they cheer in the right places. Okay. So every time the you know the, the chants were hilarious. So, oh yeah. So they start going, "Let's go, Mets!" And the crowd went crazy, but nobody fought, nobody attacked. The Red Sox fans inspired said, "Let's go, Yankees!" And the Mets fans went, "No, ah, boo!" And they started. It was like all that's good. That's it was good, good nature. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. But that is different than it was when I grew up. Yeah. It used to be if you were cheering the way these guys were standing up yelling at Red Sox, if you did that any you know, before, you would get hit in the head in a beard at to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was talking to some of the vendors. That's how it is still at Dodger Stadium. I was talking to some of the vendors about it and they're like, nah, no, now it's like Yankee fans and Red Sox fans sit together and they have a good time. They cut the edge is kind of off a little bit. And yeah. it, which I, I don't mind. Go, I mean, go to a Dodger game. It's quite violent. I, I go to them all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any problems at the Dodger game. Okay. In fact, I went. You cheering for the Dodgers? They're my second favorite team. Okay. So, yeah. I had to go when the Red Sox played them in the World Series, and I saw the Red Sox win, and I had to go cheer for the Red Sox there, and everybody was great, and everybody was nice. It wasn't, I didn't take much pleasure in that win because I'm a Dodger fan as well, but. Yeah. I, I think go to, like, the Giants-Dodgers and cheer for the giants and you'll get, you know, beaten in the skull. Yeah, we're going to beat on you. <laughs> and then, yeah, Zuckerman can hand you a card. You know, aside from being sponsored by Volvo today, 
and they put up uh, put us up at that Equinox Fitness Hotel. <laughs> yes, right. It's nice. I have a good view of the trains. And it's the, and it's the, a lovely the place. Yeah. Except their reception desk is in the wrong place. You don't like the twenty fifth floor for a reception desk? No, because you walk in and there's nothing there, and they start. It's all residences below. Oh, it is. Yeah, so, so it's people a, live there. Yeah, there's a separate entrance which my guy dropped me off at, and I walked in, and they're like, "Oh, sir, you have to go around the corner and in the hotel entrance." I was like, "Okay." I don't think you should have to go up twenty five stories to check into a hotel. Yeah. I just don't. In the fact, I don't even want to check in. I just want to get out of the cab and give me my room key. I don't know why someone hasn't figured out that step. That, that, that you know, that Elon Musk step where yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you just sit down and the car drives. It knows you want to go somewhere. It knows I want to stay there. Interesting. Anyway. There you go. I opened up. It is beautiful. The hotel room's gorgeous. And did you look inside when you open up the cabinets above the booze bar? Which you Yeah, I took a didn't. bottle of whiskey out last night. Yeah, not the booze. I'm oh. saying to the left of that, the workout stuff. No, I, looked, yeah, I took the booze. Not. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, don't, I, I didn't look at the booze. Oh. Decent whiskey. There were packages from... Our sponsor, Roan. No. Which is today's sponsor, Lovovo. How Kiz- crazy is that? Kismet. It meant to be. Meant to makes be. Makes sense. And what is Roan about? Well, if you're like me, you have trouble finding comfortable clothes to wear. Hey, I just traveled a lot. LA, cabs, going back and forth to Logan Airport, picking up creepy kids. You you're not comfortable if you're in jeans and ill fitting jackets, which I had. <laughs> and that's where Roan comes in. Men's closets were due for radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection, I wish I had had this, is the most comfortable, breathable, flexible set of products known to man, and here's why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion with a commuter collection with offers, uh, uh, offers the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter-inch zips, and polos. You never have to worry about what to wear when you have the Roan commuter collection. I have it. Can you believe it that I didn't bring it? I've been saving it for Monterey. Oh. And it is it doesn't wrinkle. Can you get me so some for Monterey? Oh, no, nothing fits. I hate all I don't want to look like you. No. Oh, it would be so funny I if I walked out. I have blue pants and yeah, I have yeah. a white shirt. Oh, come on. No, you have to develop your own look. Roan uh, is mine, but I'll get you some. Just all black. Whatever they have in black. Just, just send it so to So like me. Johnny Cash? Well, that's, I usually wear all black. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology. Well, you need that. Maybe I will get it for you. You'll be smelling fresh and clean all day and long on top of that. Roan is 100% machine washable. You can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. I'm telling you guys, I have this stuff. It is fantastic. The wrinkle-free aspect out of the suitcase is what is the big win for me. Can I take it out of the hotel room? Can I just steal that stuff? It's tonight? it's workout gear. Oh. So I wear that. their tennis shirts, their long-sleeve tennis shirts, but yeah. they also, you know, it's you know they, they have the regular clothes to wear. Yeah. The, you understand the commuting, the sitting. Yeah, yeah. You look good at work, and then you can actually do something active like that's, ride a bike or ride a I bike want. to work. Yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah. That's uh, what I want. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash Spike 911. Use promo code Spike 911 to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E dot com slash Spike 911. Use code Spike 911. It's time to find your corner office of comfort. Upgrade your closet with Roan. And use Spike 911 to save 20%. Cool. I believe in that sponsor. I like them. I, I might steal one went. thing. What? I don't know. Something. I like taking stuff out of hotels. It, well, I'll, they'll give you whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the theft is absent, you know? What? No. All right. What else do I have to talk about? Hold on. Mm. I was, uh, I was. Uh, they, they had the largest gathering of Porsche Boxsters at the Peterson Museum this past weekend. I saw that. And directly across the street, the largest gathering of nine eleven guys laughing at them. Oh, really? No, no. I'm <laughs> I didn't really have much for that yeah. other than that. Okay. Hey, you know what? Some boxers are pretty great. I love the boxer. Yeah, me too. We've I talked think, about this. I think it's fantastic. We're gonna remember. We're gonna plan Z like a six thousand dollar one. Yeah, but that was weeks ago. <laughs> I forgot about it until just now, too. <laughs> the number of things that we talk about and then that we don't do. We need a secretary. <laughs> we have one. I mean, we have Will, who's listening. Ah, no, but like, dear Zuckerman, we should assign him, like, you know. Has our, he graduated great- college yet? I don't know. So, dear Zuckerman is the guy who lives in Florida. He's yeah. the one who... I take these funny pictures of us. Yeah. And you send them to him, and he makes these stickers, right? Yeah. And oh, I got your stickers with me, by the oh, way. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you think I would want that? I don't know. I just I was packing cigars, and I had to keep the stickers in the same I place. I love that you brought cigars. And I was like, I'll give Spike his stickers. It would be, and your t-shirts. I'd feel, I so, your t-shirts. I'd feel so weird 
What do I do with a, a t-shirt with my stupid face on it? I, I don't even like that. I'm letting you do it because it makes me look stupid, and that's fine. People like these stickers, man. I'm sure they They're do. They're cool stickers. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, i got to be honest. I am feeling a lot of pressure with how I'm going to photograph you. Like, I photographed Zuckerman in a moment yeah. and captured him on the porch, which yeah. became the Zuckerman sticker. Yeah. He said to me, if you follow the show, you'll remember he said to me, delete that now. Yeah. And I said, no. Right. This really is you, and I'm keeping it. And I waited about a year. Right. And then I sent it to Dear Zuckerman, hoping yeah. he had forgotten to tell me to delete it. Then the stupid cigar thing. I don't, I don't even know how that came about, but you were really pushing that one. Why don't you do that one? It was people like that one. And it, it, the stickers came out great because they're multicolored. And Are just, they still selling them? I don't know. I don't know. But they, they sold. They sold well. But you understand now I'm feeling pressure to, to capture your... Nobody wants to see me. Trust me. No one wants to see me. Capture your essence I have no essence. in a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, this isn't about you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm feeling pressure. Oh, okay. It's going to happen. I want to take the pressure off you. No, it's not going to happen. People are asking for it. No. no oh, yes. Uh, oh, anyway. yes. You, now it's going to have a collection. Mm. There's going to be there's going to be three of these things. Well, we did remember with the illegal T-shirt, there were stickers. Yeah. But they didn't sell those that aren't well. Very, those aren't very good pictures, though. Yeah. The, they, they, I, everybody the, looks stupid. Yeah. The Zuckerman one's pretty good. Maybe. He's just got a funny face. Where did those photos come from? I don't know. I don't remember. Z Dear Zuckerman... So he just dredged them he up. He just from took somewhere. them from wherever. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't recall Jerry ever making that face anywhere. I think that was Mo from the Three Stooges. <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> what have you been driving lately? The cake. Oh, really? The cake. The Osa. Yeah. Okay. So, just backing everyone up here. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been dealing with cake. I love their bikes. We've been off roading. We were uh, with Eric from Cake, and uh, I'm playing tennis. With Chris from, <laughs> this is so crazy. They're it's really, a, it's uh, a they, crazy world. They get your their arms around you. These cake My, guys. Just, I know you don't want any more tennis talk, but just listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, not you. I'm yeah. talking no, to, I'm, to I, dear listener. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, my, my, uh, my kids, uh, best friend, uh, who we all play tennis with. The two kids, the two dads. They have to go to the daughter's uh, horse thing. Okay. And then we're playing tennis that night. They come back from the horse thing. They go, hey, we, we've, we met someone that you know. And I'm like, who? The guy's from Cake. I go, at the horse thing? They go, yeah. They had a Cake Swedish electric bike set up at the horse event. I don't I didn't even care what a horse event is. I don't even yeah. know what it is. But apparently yeah, yeah. they jump. And it turns out this guy, Chris Beckstrom, maybe is his last name. Another Swede is living in here in, uh, in Brentwood, who's part of, uh, who's part of Cake who's separate from Eric, but I guess they work together. Sure. His daughter jumps horses. My friend's uh, daughter jumps horses. He goes, I was over at Spike's house, and I think I saw those in the garage. Chris goes, I know Spike. And I Small get a DM world. on Instagram from what I think is a guy in Sweden going, hey, can I play tennis with you guys tonight? <laughs> and he shows up. Wow. And he's a pretty good hitter. Wow, okay. And we play, we, he's now part of our live ball crew on Sunday nights. Crazy. And then you said, how do I get some of these uh, cake bikes? Yeah. And I said, well, let me ask my, uh, the guy here on the, on the court. And it's fantastic, yeah. But we actually went to his protege, Eric, who's a giant uh, red-haired Viking type. Like a short giant. Yeah, <laughs> he's but he's, you know, the, the second I met Eric, he was hugging me, which yeah. made me extremely uncomfortable. He he's very he's so funny. He's very forward. He's like, hello. He's like a Swedish Santa Claus. Come here, go to Spike. Come here, I give you a hug. Oh, thank you, Viking man. Yeah, he's he's very much like. I'm like, yeah, I'll come down and pick the bike up at some point. He's like, no, no, I'll bring it to your house. He just yeah. And then he's like, let's go inside. I'm like, my house is you know the wife's hilarious. Here. These guys are great, yeah. and it turns out they're very tight with the Porsche community. Yes, because the Porsche guys like the design of the cake bikes. Yeah, and. Uh, 
So, anyways, I I hook them up with you. They're yeah. now they're now outfitting you and everybody who we I want know <laughs> at Rent Sport Reunion. Yes, with the which bike is it? The, well, the commuter I think, bike. Uh, yeah, so the, there's the I drove the Osa. That's like the big right. delivery bike one. Yeah, uh, the, the people think it's ugly. I think it's cool looking. And then there's another one called the Maka, which is right. like more like a scooter. In other words, yes. you don't have to sling your leg over. You can just kind of step into it. Um, and I think my my wife is like super into both these. So I, think I showed I showed Eric a picture of you on the bike. And he goes, "Yeah, it's very good." And I go, "I don't think you understand. Johnny hates motorcycles, yeah. and you got him. I think he's going to buy one of these. I'm going to buy two. I think he's yeah. going to buy two. I think he so. hates motorcycles. Yeah, these are these are great because you know, kind of like where you live. Like I live in a little village. LA is 42 little villages, right? Right. You know? So I, what do I do when I'm not going to, you know, Zuckerman's house? I go buy coffee beans. Right. I go buy a bottle of milk. I go, you know, get a salad or whatever for dinner. And I don't, you know, you have to drive a car. If I have my Rivian, it's hard to park. This just, it, it can, yes, it can go 50 miles an hour or whatever, but also it can go two miles an hour silently and it's it becomes a, belt, a bicycle. It's a belt drive. Yeah, it becomes and a bicycle and you just, and you just pull up on the street. I w- went to the Rose Bowl, like, you know, why park in the parking lot? I drove right up to the entrance of the yeah. kid space. It's yep. a bicycle. You just put it there. I, I, I rode, I rode off road to the park, wow. you know, and it's like, it's, it's two things in one because it, it can act like, a, you know, it can't go on the freeway, but just for getting around town. Right. It's perfect. The design, I didn't really like the design when I first saw it, and I had kind of secretly planned not to drive that and then just drive the cock, the K-A-L-K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wonderfully motor- named cock, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get out in a ride, and it, uh, I loved it. It yeah. was it, for exactly what you said. It was just the way it rode was so comfortable and relaxing that I I went from the ride to the design and then became a fan of it. Yeah, it's like it's a giant battery, and and that that's all you know. You look at it, you see this huge battery. Right. If you and here's what's great too. Let's say you live in an apartment and it's hard to charge. Mm-hmm. You can unvelcro the battery. It has a handle on it. Take it upstairs and charge it. It just plugs into the wall. Takes like three hours to fully charge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got huge shocks, big fat tires, so it's like super comfy ride. Goes off road pretty well. You know, I wasn't jumping or anything, but like you know, I rode around in the dirt. And it was yeah, fine. it's not an off roader. Yeah, but, but it's but like it, like you said, you can use it as a bicycle or this mid level. Yeah, and that's, I was that's a, that's how I've been using the Saunders Metacycle. Is the same way. It's yeah. like just just something a hair faster and more usable than an electric bike, yeah. but not a full on motorcycle. Yeah, it's and a it's, really interesting little niche. I've been I've been taking Richard around on it, and he's just in love with it. Like yeah. we went to the movie theaters, just and like be careful. Stay yeah, out yeah. Of well, uh, yes, I'm filled with agita about like. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not going on like the four lanes. I'm going on the two lane city streets. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. And you stay off to the side. Yeah. And you don't stay in the middle of the lane yeah. when the light turns red because yeah. you get smushed. Exactly right. Yeah. You pull off to the side, but like he's in love with it. You know, and it's it. I I had it. I had I had a, the um, the AMG EQE SUV. Yeah. Six hundred seventy seven horsepower. Drove it once that week because it was like yeah. I was so enamored no, with the bike. I know. And like it's also like oh. What a pain in the ass. You have to like park and walk. I can just pull up right to the front. That's the big thing. It's the know? last mile solution <clears throat> that they always talk about with well, mobility. Eric, uh, I wanted to drive the belt drive cock with a license plate, the one I had photographed. So, so I took a picture of one at Alfred's in Brentwood that I put. I think I put on Instagram, and it was Chris's bike. Yeah, nice. <laughs> they're, just, they're here. They're yeah. in Brentwood, right? So yeah, I, yeah. I rode that for a little while. He he brought it over. Same thing. Had this nice t- uh, Tacoma or something, and took it off and uh he goes let's ride my friend is the, the big viking person let's go where's your son let me hug him too D- don't touch the kid and uh and we he goes you know and he's not he's not in the best shape for a guy to be on an electric motorcycle yeah right he's, he's, a, he's a big gentleman he's a little he's yeah. a big a big gentleman yeah he gets on that bike and we just we started hauling ass around my neighborhood and i said hey you want to go up onto the trail you want to have a little fun Super hot day. It was one of those 90-degree days. I go, no, there's no one's going to be up there. So we blasted up the Kenter Trail all the way up to the top. He's blown away by the views. There were no hikers there, so don't give me a hard time. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, we're not supposed to have these up there. And he goes, oh, I don't care. Whoa. <laughs> it's a big cask and flagon full of beer and right. meat that he's Dragon drinking. Horn. Yeah. And yeah. 
And then we did the whoopties, and we, we were on the mountain bike trail, and you mountain bike guys are going to hate us, but too bad. We did it once, and we didn't hurt your stupid trail. They're bicycles. And, and by the way, it wasn't, it, it wasn't long. You, what, you've only been up there for, what, a year before they were telling you you couldn't even be up there, and then you get up there, and you're going to keep us out? Well. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But don't worry, I'm only up there once a year. But. Eric must have been, like, very miserable in the sunlight, though. <laughs> he loved it. That okay. guy lives and breathes adventure. So he almost, he, he was supposed to come the day before. Okay. And he had been riding out with a group. Uh, Cake takes out groups of people to Gorman, to off-road. And he had been there for, he had been there for six hours. And he goes, I'm on my way to you. And I'm like, how are you alive, dude? I go, so, take a break, take a break. We'll so he wants tomorrow. to do a thing where no, I know. we all go, yes. I'll bring the Rivian. Yes. Yeah, it'll We're be putting fun. together a little guest list, but yeah, we, are, we are going to do it. Yeah. And we're, we're just looking at, we're, we're trying to get the avails of a couple of our more notable guests who I'll tell you about after, but it will be epic. Nice. If it ends up being the people I've been told it'll be. Oh, cool. Except for me and you. Yeah, we'll, well. Be, we'll be the losers <laughs> of the group. I'll be in the Rivian. I'll be fine. But young James Ferriston will have his electric Suron up there. Nice. And uh, hopefully we can all break some bones together. Well, but like that, yeah. that, that, I'll uh, haul you out. That cock is a, I know, unfortunately named, K-A-L-K. Yeah. And that's not their primary business. They want to sell the maca, but that electric motorcycle, the off-road motorbike, <laughs> I was going up a hill memorably on Kenter where it, j- it leapt. I hit the throttle a little too hard, and the torque on it, the thing, just like a two-stroke motorcycle, just went ba-boom and launched me. How fast can that one go? <clears throat> Don't know. Okay. You know, you ride it like, you're riding it like a, a, a dirt bike. Yeah. So how fast you really want to ride a dirt bike, it's not. It's about, can you get up a hill? Can you have right, some right, fun right. on it? Can you wheelie on it? And it, yes, it does all that Because stuff. the OSA, like isn't particularly quick but it's it's good enough you can you right. know, cruise at 40 all day no problem battery lasts forever um yeah like i i charged it once didn't even need to wow. i was just like i should probably see how the charger works you know yeah yeah i'm sold man i i'm just like this is exactly oh, this makes me so happy yeah. we finally I'm, got you riding motorcycles yeah i this used is so to. unlikely yeah 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 i just i want one where you i think i want the maca though we don't need a motorcycle license i, I mine expired in the 90s and i don't want to deal with it. Eh, you don't need them i know well <laughs> I think, that's what i said if you take the license plate off the cops are not gonna know it's not a bike you know that one probably not but but um yeah the dirt bike looks like a motorcycle so after the tennis after <laughs> tennis we went to a place called Luna Cycle, which is was right next door, like a half mile away, and they sell all. They're kind of this outlaw electric bike brand mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Or, or store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, they had a fake cake there, nice. which I immediately fake sent to cake. Eric and Chris, and they said, "Yeah, we're on it." Uh, other <laughs> <laughs> fake cake. <laughs> yeah, let me handle that for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> some Chinese knockoff of a cake. Hey Chinese, they called cake. it the fake cake. <laughs> And they had Surons and Tilapias and whatever, just tons and tons of tons of cool bikes. And I said to the dude there, I said, hey, I've been reading about uh, Manhattan Beach, how the cops are kind of cracking down on kids and taking the bikes. He goes, yeah, it's everywhere. And I go, so as you guys fill up L.A. with kids riding electric off-road motorcycles on the street, he goes, yeah, the cops are, are starting to grab them. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> really? Such an interesting dynamic. And then if you went into the parking lot, I can't remember the name of this other brand. Teleria, I think, has just made a Suron competitor that's faster and cheaper than the Suron. So the Suron comes in at five grand. This car, this uh, bike is coming in at four grand. They had 50 of them okay. that they were building in the lot. So, so either... We're going to have this moment like we did with electric scooters where they Just had the cops. Yeah. No, no. They had the cops lined up on the boardwalk out in Santa Monica, and they were taking them as people were riding illegally on there, and the pile was two stories high. And the next weekend, they said, Just drive slowly. We, it was an unsustainable uh, model. Effort by the cops. Yeah. Or my, they're going to have to keep impounding kids bikes because because my question is if, if you if you don't if you're not going 60 miles an hour if you're just going yeah. like bicycle speeds what the hell is the difference between this and a bicycle like really what's the like from the from the cop's point of view that's that is what i think 
the rule will be based on. Yeah. If you were to look at it coldly, you'd have to say, this is an electric off-road motorcycle. The Suron, the Cock, they yeah, are. Yeah. That's what they're designed for, to off-road, which means you put it in a pickup truck or on a trailer, and you take it where you're going. But, but again, you can ride a mountain bike on the street, and cops don't hassle you, right? You could. It's about speed, and I think it's about protecting kids because kids are attracted to the Suron, and they Got then they want to do wheelies. And then here here's what's happening: groups of kids in Orange County and other wealthy little areas oh, yeah, yeah. are They're doing riding, wheelies. Ten of them are riding together. Yeah, the police gangs. show up, and then they go boom, and they street all street racing. You can watch the videos on YouTube. They no, run no, to a friend's them, yeah. garage. Yeah. So the police are having their moment where they react to that. Well, that's why the OS is so cool because it looks like you know like a medical shoe. Right. <laughs> and so the cops are like, eh, he's he's going to go deliver flowers. You know. I think they're going to. I think they're going to maybe maybe and I'm just being hopeful here and guessing go as long as you're behaving and like you said you don't drive over 15 if you're on a street but if you're going somewhere and you're not being an idiot we're not going to do anything yeah but right now in Manhattan Beach we see you on it we're grabbing it do you have a motorcycle license these kids are 12 and 13 yeah, years exactly. old and yeah. they're just dead and look they have you know, I understand it. I understand both sides. But sure. these kids have so much fun. They have a little freedom. They have a cool thing. We Look, were jumping stupid BMX bikes oh, over cars and stuff. We were doing th- dumb crap. That was my whole life was my bike. I mean, right. was, I didn't, nothing else mattered yeah. except for my bicycle. And yeah. at the same time, you don't want kids on motorcycles mixing in traffic, do you? Yeah, that's a problem. Let's talk so, about Volvos. Okay. Who, who are we talking to? Bring Thomas. Thomas. All right. We'll bring over this. Thomas here. Here, let yeah, me take. Oh, Thomas has the best uh, mic. Volvos. Hi, Thomas. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. What's I your name? I don't design Volvos. Last though. name. Schultz. Thomas Schultz. McIntyre Schultz. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you. What, what do you do with Volvos? I'm in communications. Oh, ah. PR guy on PR. Yeah. That's good. Well, communicate it. with us. Tell us what this car is and why we should care about it. The EX30. The EX30. It's an espresso shot of Volvo. An it's espresso uh, shot, not a shot of Aquavit. No, no, okay. that wouldn't be safe for the road. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, but espresso <laughs> shot, that'll keep you okay. awake. Uh, right. Yeah, it's basically everything that you know and hopefully like about Volvos distilled into a smaller package. But it's from what I've learned about it, and I'm kind of your customer right now. This is uh, the entry point for Volvo Electric, right? Is there anything? This is a thirty thousand dollar car. Thirty four nine fifty. Thirty four nine fifty, and. It's uh, about 275 miles on yep. a charge is what we're thinking. When is it coming out? Uh, next year. First so quarter 24. First quarter 24. And, it, yeah. and it's fun. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many details of the interior uh, that, that Lisa was showing us that I really responded to. I, I like when you opened the door, you had the paint splatter look. I was telling Johnny it looks like one of those Rolex dials, custom dials they do with the dots. Yeah. But then we were hearing that that was some sort of sustainable element. Yeah, there's a ton of new materials in this car and honestly just really cool ways of reinterpreting old materials like the the door panels themselves instead of having sort of like a fake leather grain, yeah. they have this much more modern in my opinion interpretation of a a cool pattern. I mean, you've got to give the plastic texture and our designers got pretty creative and progressive with it and gave them some new textures. And then of course, the sustainability aspect. Most of it's made from recycled or natural materials trying to get away from that virgin plastic right yes. and we were talking about that earlier when i was saying do people care yet about that when they buy a car or do they you know you were saying they care about comfort first maybe but then they like that or or tell me a little bit about that because i'm not sure yeah. i mean if i were to approach this car as a buyer right now i would first go what does it look like what does it feel like and then oh you know i don't have to feel guilty about it yeah, I think there's there's people that don't care at all. And for them, you know, it's just about making the car comfortable. I'm just going to aim this at your sure. mouth. Look, there you yeah. go. Uh, people that don't care at all, they just want it to be comfortable. They want it to feel good, look good. And I think this car delivers on that. Then there are the people for whom, you know, that's important. Maybe that's the first consideration. Sustainability is a bonus that you get to feel good, look good. And then mm-hmm. you don't feel guilty either about right. your choices. But there is a growing segment of customers that, really do care about these things it's especially kind of on the younger side of our buyers they're right. they are looking you're into these spike. things they, <laughs> you don't care yeah let me be a polite uh, man you know your black heart it's <laughs> the younger version you know the under 50s <laughs> or or well under 30s yeah 
Yeah, yeah. They're, they're looking. Well, at for this price things. point, though, I mean, right? I mean, at thirty-five thousand. Look, the average price for a new car in the U.S. has cracked forty-eight thousand dollars. So, you know, coming in at thirty-five thousand or under thirty-five thousand is like a hell of a segment. You'll attract a lot of people, not just young people. And then I understand there's a version. This is what I care about: two motors that has five hundred horsepower. 422. Oh, 422 horsepower. Yeah. Oh, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty good. It, but the 0 to 60. Exactly. 3, 4. 3.4 seconds. Adequate. That's great. Pretty <laughs> quick. Pretty a little good. electric deal. That's Fastest great. accelerating Volvo ever. This, you know, here's what I, the overall feeling I got when you showed me the car was it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like on the dash is a giant sound bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The, the moose. Wind, it's got a moose in it. It's got a, what's the name of the moose again? <laughs> Morton. Morton the moose. And what was the moose on it? It was on the little <laughs> the, cup the, holder? The removable the rubbish can. bin. Okay. Yeah. There's a, yeah. You pull that out and there's a little mm-hmm. design on it. And they, it's just. It's it's a lot of fun and and a lot of little ergonomic improvements, right? Like yeah. the window switches were moved to the back, and you you got the feeling that everything was very intuitive when you sat down. It, you're it, just going to reach for something, and it's already there, right? It, it's it's cool though because like you know, there's way like like look having one a center set of window switches, right? That's right. You're saving money. You don't have to put some here, yeah. some on that door, some on and this materials. door. You're, yeah. And and you can you know, it's a good sustainability story. Really, you're saving money, but it doesn't feel cheap. Like Volkswagen did this insane thing on the ID4, where you have two window switches, right. and then you hit a button to up to activate the rear windows. It's the it, you just feel like you're just being That's robbed weird. every time you roll down the rear windows. It's yeah. the worst feeling. Yeah. This doesn't do that, so it's it's smart. Like they are, you know, it's a cheaper way to build a car, but right. you don't feel victimized. Like no, I don't have a lot of money. They hate me. You know, it's the worst feeling in the car. I world. want less choices with cars. <laughs> have you have you been reading about? There seems to be a lot of buyer dissatisfaction with new cars. All of a sudden, they couldn't even with our favorite brands with Porsches and BMWs. No people, one can figure them out. People are just kind of flagging, and I think there's too many choices in cars. There's too much bullshit in cars. Well, look right at now. you know that AMG I was talking about, and this yeah. is true of all current Mercedes. I don't know where anything is, and I I do this for a living. I play with Mercedes for a living, and I can't find like I was trying to find seats yeah and it's like oh it's that home switch not that home switch because they, they have a physical home switch and a virtual one and right it's zero layer and all i don't like that yeah it's yeah i don't complex, like that but so. i didn't get that sense in this card it no pretty no. simple was I'm, that intentional I, yeah absolutely i won't comment on the competitors i'll let you guys no do go that, ahead but, please. Uh, <laughs> but i will say yeah that's definitely part comment of our on philosophy your co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for a private podcast but uh no th- that's definitely our philosophy of Basically, you know, our view is the car should just be good from the factory. We're not relying on you to set it up Mm -hmm. properly. I mean, it's nice to have choices sometimes, but with a car in this segment like this, our belief is really just that we should give it to you properly, and then that should be a good experience in and of itself right out the gate. And what's cool, too, is, like, you know, it's a tiny little thing, but because there's no engine transmission, like, I don't know if you looked at the rear seat, but for something that small, there's a lot of room. Yeah, in the back, and that's what you know. That's what you get with EVs, and it's hard to. Well, you know how I like that, to get the groceries. Yes, I like that floor in the hatch. You open it up. There's oh, it's a, like ha- a two-stage floor. Yeah, usually I buy the little cargo holder to throw the the, the grocery bags in because I knock them over all the time because I'm speeding all the time. <laughs> well, the floor drops. Yeah, and then the bags would fit right in there. So will the I had never seen that before. Will the eggs that break? Was really at cool. Three point four seconds to sixty. <laughs> I just appreciated a new idea. A new idea. It's great. Somebody had a new idea. They didn't just have the little grocery bag holder there. No, and there's a lot of cool stuff. Like the window switches you were saying and the sound bar is. Yeah. It's just this really clever sort of rethinking of the ways totally. you can do things. Because the sound bar, not only is it good and does it kind of make sense. Everyone has a sound bar in their house now, basically. But yeah. it also saves wiring. And that's not just sustainability and cost, but it's also space. Yeah. That's how we're able to deliver. How does it save wiring? Inside. I don't understand. We don't, that, want, we don't have to send wires to all the speakers that are throughout the doors and the roof. So the sound is just coming from the front and pushing back? Depends on the spec of the car, but yes, in the, the base spec car, it's just in I'm the I'm totally there. fine with that. It's but actually then, using the windshield to reflect I sound. Noticed, interesting. I noticed the doors were thinner because they don't have to have speakers in them. Or window and, switches. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, and I was looking at like, you know, there wasn't the cabling. It just looked cleaner. The whole thing looked really wow. Scandinavian, for lack of a better term. But it was a very, you know, there's a hinge. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and the door was nice and thin. And yeah. I'm sure it's a Volvo, so I'm sure it's safe. Um, so it was just it was kind of different, was, you know, because you know I look at like, you know, a Mercedes door, like the, my Rivian door, which is like two feet thick, 
And it's just like, oh, that's kind of different and new and interesting. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just kind of putting what's essential in the door. The safety, of course. Some style. Door handle. Uh, and then moving the other stuff elsewhere. Yeah, it's, it's a big winner, cool. I pretty think. Pretty cool, yeah. Are you going to be able to make enough? Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. If you're going to order it, is are they going to say you can't get one for a year? Mm, Can you guys crank these out? Not currently the plan. Uh, personally, I wouldn't be mad about being in that situation. Oh, you but, like uh, that. Right? Yeah. And that's why we've got the pre-order process. So the people that are most excited about them can get their hands on and it. And they can first. order them now. They can order them now. And then what is this event tonight that Johnny and I are going to? The event tonight, it's to tell you more about the car. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we know about I the car. I think we do. We might go smoke cigars somewhere. <laughs> you, well, we're going we're gonna to have a terrorist out here. I actually, I don't oh, know okay. if smoking's allowed, so I'll check on that. Oh, no, that. we're going to no. come. Yeah. My yeah. brother Wally's coming. There's okay. going to be food. There's going to be food. Yeah. That'll get us there your for brother, a little while. The, the celebrity. Yes, the, the celebrity. My wife is like excited that he's your brother. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she really likes yeah. Celebrity Seth brother. Myers. He's yeah. the cute card guy. He's the cute card guy for Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon. He's coming for the free food. That's what the level of celebrity he is. <laughs> and we're all on strike, so none of us can do anything. Um, well, that'll be fun. All right, we'll come eat. Yeah, uh, no. it'll be it'll be a good time. I'll have some more facts about the car, some good food, some good company. That'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. Is there going to be music? Yeah. Or lots I of speeches. Think speeches. If, if, the, if it didn't get pulled, I helped put together the playlist. Oh, really? Yeah. But it, these things often get pulled when I help put them Is together. Is Drake coming? Because I know he was at Madison Square Garden last night. <laughs> I invited street. him. Drake's but we'll cool. see. <laughs> and what do you know? What the we were guessing at what this uh, collector car place is. It's a. It's a. It's a. <laughs> have a, you never been here? It's, I have twice, and I forget. Yeah, but it does, it's a collection that you can belong. Yes. And you can take the cars out, right? Yes. So basically, instead of. I live in Manhattan, so right. I very much relate to this. No one has space to keep cars on right, their own. Right. So here you can basically be part of a club that has access to a lot of new and classic cars and use them when what you What do want. they have in their collection? I know they have a 993 that I've wanted to drive. Oh, wow. But uh, there's a lot in there. A lot of old stuff, a lot of and new And you stuff. pay like a monthly and you get to drive the yeah, cars. Yeah, it's like... I feel bad now because like I'm not a representative of them, but it's, That's a, okay. it's a credit-based system. There's uh, probably a sliding scale. Like if you you know yeah. you take the Ford GT, if you pay X, wow. and like you know. weekends are more than weekdays, sure, sure, that sure. kind of wow. stuff. Well, like let's buying go, a flight. Let's go walk over there and look at it. Check yeah, it definitely. Out. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, we moved all the cars out of here though, so we could have it all for <laughs> EX30. <laughs> well, good for you. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks yeah. for having and inviting me. us. Yeah. We're excited to be here. Um, good. And that's it, Johnny. That's all we have. Do you show? have anything else to add? I mean, that AMG, which I drove twice, <laughs> what is pretty good. I told you it was the AMG EQE. That's the one you might actually be interested in. For I the, have driven that. For, I have no, driven no, no, no. It. The, the, it's the AMG version of it. Yeah. So 677 horses. I'm, I drove it. Okay. I, yeah. I drove it. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. yeah it's no, really I'm good. already talking to them, too. Okay. I'm, I'm, I really lost my mind here. I'm getting uh, Bronco Heritage quotes. I'll be yeah, looking don't, into don't this car. I, I, that's the. I gotta tell you, it's the front runner. Really? Yeah. But don't you already have the Land Cruiser? Land, Land, the Defender's Land going. Rover? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's it's no, no, done. No, 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 the old Land Rover. Yeah, but that I don't drive. I can't daily that. Oh, oh it's right. a mess. You, you guys I, didn't take my mic away, so I've got to make a case for Volvo here. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell them. Well, we just the, did. Thirty. Yeah, we just made the case. It's possible, <laughs> but it's gonna be a process. But don't but, doesn't uh, uh, Jack need a car soon? He does. Safe? No, I know. Safe? That was in uh, the back of my head you that could, I could you know, start it when he could finish when it When he up. survives the electric motorcycle. But he's, <laughs> he doesn't ride motorcycles. It's the little oh, guy James who does. One, yeah. But um, he'll be driving in 24. So, yeah, no, no. That's exactly what I think. Get everything. Get I one mean, of these. You know, get one of those. You know, Volvos tend to be safe. They care about it. Interest, interestingly, when we were talking about the Mercedes to our lease guy, he was saying there's a little bit of a feeling of uh, there's a glut of electrics in the market right now, and that the Mercedes in particular was suffering from some software issues. I don't know about the software issues, but the the, the EVs that aren't getting the uh, Build Back Better tax credit. So basically, if you're over right, a certain right. price, exactly. there's no credit suddenly. If it's not built in America, there's no credit suddenly. Right. Um, yeah, there's a couple of those pilot. But that whole, that's a that's a weird narrative. Like Okay, you know, but hold on. Yeah. Software-wise. Yeah. I then mentioned that to Zuckerman. He said he had three friends, a uh, couple, they had to get rid of the car because the software wasn't right. Okay? I mean, sure. Now... Now I'm walking in Santa Monica and I see a guy in an EQE. 
who I don't know. And I said, excuse me, sir. Oh, no. <laughs> he goes, yes. I go, can I ask you? He, it was Eric. <laughs> oh, same Viking boy. Eric, what are you doing there? No. And I said, can I just ask you, do you, do you like that? He goes, yeah. And I go, you're having software issues? He goes, yeah, absolutely. I okay. go, so thumbs up, thumbs down. And he went in the middle. Because of I go, the because of the software. Well, I mean, they should be able to and fix that. And then the lease numbers the have been update. coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering. Could be your time. Because they can fix the software with an update. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, the hardware is good. Yeah. You know, Mercedes tend to be safe. But, you know, for, the, for, for, for Jack. Yeah, I'm not worried about Jack. I'm worried about me. <laughs> oh, you. So you're either, either a Bronco, a Volvo. You're really all the Look, I drove that Velocity Bronco, right? Yeah, the yeah, dumb yeah. one. It was amazing. I had so much fun in it. It, w- it wasn't exactly working right, yeah. and I didn't care. I loved it, okay. and I really uh, enjoyed my time. Yeah, and would would actually think about getting one. Okay, it, it, it's paradoxical. Everything I just said doesn't make sense. I don't even yet. see you in that car. But okay, go ahead. It was. I don't. It's not about being seen. It. It's about enjoyment. Okay. Like I okay. I enjoyed my weekend in that sure. uh, Velocity sure, Bronco. Sure, sure. I had a good time. Okay. And I had to take that thing on the 405, and it does not work right on the 405. No. Yeah. No. Looks, it, it, right? There's no wheelbase. So yeah, I can get a little of that in a Bronco Heritage. I can take the doors off and take the top off, and, you know. Oh, you mean a new Bronco Heritage. Brand I'm new. sorry. Brand new. Oh, we'll talk after that. I wouldn't do that. I'll advise you against that. <laughs> Get a Jeep. Well, get a Jeep. Do, but you'll talk on the show. No, no. Do, advising do me not about going? a vintage. Do you want to keep going? No, the Broncos are they're kind of cheap. They're kind of. I know they are, but they. But again, it's fun. Yeah, but I, so I, is a Jeep, and the Jeep's better, and you can get a V8 one. I disagree. I why, think why the Bronco has a better vibe to it than the Jeep. And what? and I think you're right. The Jeep might work better, and I've off-roaded those before, and they're they're fantastic. But it's yeah. not me. Okay. And I'm not sure. I'm just saying I'm all oh. over the place. Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw that. all these into a basket right now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I would advise against the Bronco. Personally. You could just invite every <laughs> PR guy from these companies on to argue <laughs> what for you. What if we did, like, remember the, the Zuckerman-Musk cage fight? Like, PR cage fighting. Yeah. You know? No. <laughs> for Spike's They have business. to play it too safe. They're always afraid. No, but, you know, we could just tell them we're not going to broadcast it. We have, like, you know. Thomas nah. versus somebody, you know, Michael from uh, Mercedes. No. Come Thomas on. is the most relaxed that's ever been on the show. <laughs> but they have to they have to worry about their jobs. They have to be very careful. Right. We'll do it in secret. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> All right. We'll do it at the party we'll now. We'll grease them up. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in Los Angeles next week. With in a Maybach. In a Really? Next week's the, the Mybox shows up on the on Friday. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I have a Bentley uh, Continental GT convertible coming in Wednesday. Well, can't do a show in a convertible. Oh my God, it's a glut. It, it's a glut of great cars, <laughs> and we're doing that Friday night. We could do a Friday night. We could do a Saturday night. We could do it whenever. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll do that then. Cool. Go to In and Out Burger. Nice. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Likewise. And thanks for inviting us. Thank you for bringing us up. We'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as. Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian.